0: Hey guys, welcome back to On The Wagon. I am your host, Corey Mason. I realized after I put out my last episode, kind of talking about my story, that I never really dove deep into the day, um, my last day of drinking and, uh, you know, the events that kind of led up to that night and the next day. So here I am. I'm going on uh, about a year. Uh, On December 22nd, it'll be a year that I have not had a sip of alcohol feel absolutely great. Thank you for all the support. Thanks for all the love. Uh that being said, let's uh let's get right into the story. Last December 22nd, 2021, uh, I left work and met my wife and my in-laws and a lot of friends and a lot more family at one of the local firehouses where uh you know, they were having a wake for a really close fam- family friend who passed away. So, you know, I met up with everyone Sat down, you know they had a whole setup, and uh, you know the shots were flowing, uh, the drinks were really flowing. It was a it, it was a celebration of life, and uh, this particular family's drink of choice is rock and rye. Which if you ever had it, it's not the best, but it's what they had. So who am I to say no? So you know we commenced celebrating his life, and I went down the rabbit hole of rock and rye. To start um, then we wound up going downstairs to the bar area where I, you know my one of my favorite drinks uh, is a vodka and tonic or a vodka and club so yeah i had multiple vodka i think it was vodka and clubs that day so i had uh yeah, probably four or five and uh if you've ever been to a firehouse in this area um they do not pour a weak drink uh you get your money's worth and then some so Needless to say, I was feeling no pain at all. During this time, um, you know, we're all just standing around talking, drinking, you know, having what, as much fun as you possibly can, you know, I guess, at a wake, uh, you know, telling stories. Like I said, it was a celebration of life. However, you know, one of my father-in-law's good friends said something To my wife that I found very offensive. I probably would have found it offensive sober. But the fact that I was, um, you know, well on my way to oblivion, my vodka muscles, my vodka mind kicked in. So I wound up having words with this guy. Uh, Of course he's older. He's my father-in-law's age. Not saying, you know, my father in law is old. He's not. But older than me. 15 years older than me, maybe. 20 years, I don't know. So we had words. I um, let him know if I heard him say anything like that towards my wife again, that uh, he would find himself basically on his ass in front of everyone. Wasn't real nice about it when I said it. And, uh, you know, I kind of snapped, meant to say it under, you know, under the under the noise level of the place. But no, you know, when you're drinking, that doesn't really work out real well. So everyone heard it. I wound up leaving abruptly. I said, "Um, you know what? Enough's enough." So I came home by myself. Family stayed there, which was fine. I just had to get out of there. wasn't wasn't feeling the love, if you know what I mean, at that point. So I came home immediately. You know, got right into a bottle of vodka here. Just you know, a cup, an hour. I guess a couple hours probably passed. And uh, Lindsay, my wife, gave me a call and said, "Hey, we're heading over to." Johnny Mack's house, a really, really close friend and like a brother to me, uh, and to my wife. Um, he was my little brother's best friend growing up, uh, so super close. Turned out he, my my wife, Lindsay, can um, she can marry people, like she's ordained. So they were supposed to take a trip. I, I forget to where it got canceled. They wanted it to be on that specific date. So Lindsay gave me a call and said, hey, you know, meet us over at Johnny's house. I'm going to marry him. I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, let's continue the party. So I met him over there, met Lindsay, uh, my in-laws, Ron and Dwayne. And, of course, Johnny and Laura were there because they were getting married. So uh, Johnny has some pretty, pretty damn good whiskey over there and i am known not to say no to good whiskey so you know they got married we we were celebrating i I mean at least i was celebrating i'm not didn't pay attention to the other folks but i kept drinking and i kept harping on this guy that offended my wife who i said earlier is a real good friend of ron's my father-in-law who does not drink and and hasn't for years and years um, not because he's an alcoholic, but because they give him migraines, so it's obviously not worth it. Me being in a drunken stupor, I kept harping on it, and I kept asking Ron his opinion. And I'm, sh- like, like now, not drinking almost a year, I know how annoying that is, and how crazily annoying I'm sure I was. And he got really stern with me and said, dude, if you, if you say, if you bring this up again, I forget what he said, I'll, I'll have to ask him. And I'll uh, bring it up in another episode. But along the lines of, like, dude, shut up. You're like, if you don't, like, if you don't stop, I'm going to, I'm going to be really fucking pissed off. And Ron doesn't get mad. I mean, he does, but not really. I mean, he's one of the nicest human beings that you will ever meet. And I'm not just saying that because he's my father in law. I've known him before he was ever, before me and Lindsay were ever even dating. I've known Ron for a long time. So that kind of, you know, sunk in immediately and I again got up my drunk ass got up busted out of the house took the car that we all drove over in and drove home and left everyone there yeah pretty pretty asshole move but I mean I was wasted I it's not an excuse I just obviously it was not of sound mind to make uh, a, a good judgment call I sure as hell didn't that night Um, I don't remember getting home. I probably, I think I came in and passed out on the floor. Because I kind of remember Lindsay coming home that night. But I don't remember arguing because I I, later have found out she was all but planning our separation after that happened. She, I I think she was thinking of, she told me, and she's not home right now, or or I'd have her tell her side. But from what she said, she was basically figuring out a way to bring it up to, you know, split up. And, well, she didn't have to get to that point, because I woke up the next day and realized what the hell happened, and... I, I made a declaration. I've made him many times before, but I mean, this, this time I was being true to myself. Uh, I say, you know what? I am done. That's it. Never having another drink. Like it's, it's time. I need to, I need to grow the hell up and sure as shit, <laughs> it, it worked. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm on the 22nd. That's in a, it's like a week, a little over a week. I'll be a year alcohol free. No idea. Well, I do have an idea how I did it. I I, I wanted to do it for me this time. Like you really have to want to do it for yourself, not for anyone else. I mean, yes, doing it for other people helps, but you can't you can't stay true to it until you do it for yourself. I mean, you have to want it. It's just like quitting smoking. Like you, you have to want to quit like wholeheartedly. So yeah, that's that's my sober day story. And I'm about to celebrate it in a little over a week I know I said that multiple times but uh, you know I'm just I'm really I'm really proud of myself for making it through this past year um, there's many many chances that I are many many times and many chances that I could have had a drink and I just didn't and honestly it has not been difficult um I, I wanted it that bad that like I don't crave a drink. Sure, I'll come home from work or I'll have a stressful day and be like, damn, you know, you know what would be nice right now? A nice cold vodka club, but it I mean it's just a thought. It's not like a it's not like a yearning for it. I've learned in the past year that there's just there's so much more when your mind is clear. There's so much more to to happiness and to de stressing your day or your, your life when you're not in a fog of, of alcohol. It's mind, it's mind-boggling. Once you get out of the fog, I mean, it really is. Like, I fill my time now with one homework. I mean, I, I've been going to school. I actually have a clear mind to do my homework. Took up woodworking. I'm in the middle of building a shop in my basement, so I don't, so I don't blast dust all over the entire basement and our wash and everything. Yes, that's happened multiple times. So yeah, I'm building a shop downstairs to you know contain the dust. Uh, wood turning, woodworking, metal detecting—I've done for years and I love it. But it, it all takes on new meaning now that now that I'm—I don't want to say sober because I'm you know I'm alcohol free. Uh, I can I can get into more of that after after this month when I'm officially done in the army. But. It, you know, life just takes on a different different meaning. I don't know. It sounds corny. I know I'm, I'm, I'm rambling and I sound corny as hell, but it really does. I mean, it, it, it's true. Everything they say is true. Like, get out of the fog and shit just it takes on a different light. And I love it. One of, one of the listeners asked a, a good friend of mine, you know, I didn't hear you talk about tools that you used in the past year to, you know, keep you on the path. I, I, I didn't really use any tools. I used the love of my wife. I saw how proud it made her that I, you know, I kept on the path. And again, my hobbies, uh, they're lifesavers to have a want to do something else other than come home and drink my face off. Uh, my my kids, well, I call them kids, are all pretty much adults now. You know, to hear them say, Dad, I'm really proud of you, like, it, it, it brings a tear to a tear to my eye it really does it's I didn't realize how I, I did realize but I didn't deep down realize how my selfish acts of drinking my face off were affecting other people and affecting their lives directly but now that I'm alcohol free I see that and I uh, you know it just it makes me want to keep on the path even more so that's I mean, that's my main tool is seeing how proud everyone is around me and how happy, happy they are to see me not drinking. I mean, shit, my eyes are even bluer. I used to have really cool blue eyes back in the day, and they kind of, they fogged over with my brain, you know, on alcohol. They really did, and they're just, they're more vibrant. Like, I look at myself, and I'm proud of myself. I'm like, dude, you look good, man. You know, it's, it's cool. It's not, not conceited. Like, I feel good you feel good when your mind's good. You know, your body responds to all, to all that. Work has been awesome. I'm actually on time. Well, most of the time. But when I'm late, it's not because I'm hungover. That's for damn sure. It's because I got be- behind a darn school bus again. So, Joe, if you're listening, you know, that's my excuse. Uh, I got a promotion at work since I stopped drinking. I, it has to be an after effect of that. I mean, I go with a clearer mind. I'm able to do better work. And, you know, I'm motivated. And that, that keeps me going. I like work. I really do. I, I enjoy what I do. And more so, I enjoy being alcohol-free. There's, I wish I wish I would have found this feeling a multitude of the other times that I, you know, try to, try to stop drinking. But uh, I guess I just never wanted it bad enough for myself. Um, even, you know, I wound up in the hospital before. I brought that up last episode. Don't want to harp on that anymore. So, yeah, that's that's my Sabre Day story, guys. Sorry if I rambled about it. Just some, something I'm super proud of. And, yeah, I have a bunch of people, a bunch of super cool cats that I'm about to interview for this podcast. So, I cannot wait to talk to them. We'll hear their story We'll hear the tools they use, um, whether it's AA, which I, I do not use. It's it, I've tried it before. It's not for me. Uh, but it's definitely for other people because it works. We'll hear about other people's hobbies. We'll keep some motivated, you know, all that good stuff. That way, you know, if if you're thinking about not drinking, you know, give it a shot. Maybe, maybe I'll hold a challenge, you know, maybe a New Year's challenge, a 30-day challenge if anyone wants to join me. Um, if you do, you know shoot me an email it's on the wagon 23 at gmail.com or uh, you can check out my Facebook group uh, by the same name on the wagon so yeah that's that's pretty much it guys uh, can't wait to um, talk to one of my really good friends in the next couple of days uh, he will be my first interview if you check it out all right guys stay gold